there. Welcome to You're Doing Fine, Oklahoma, where we explore mysteries, hauntings, and family secrets from the great state of Oklahoma and beyond. I'm Shy. And I'm Shanna. We're wannabe mystery solvers and cousins that love to hash out our favorite whodunits during family time. Our husbands are afraid of us, as As they they should be. be. a deep breath. You know what really bothers me and what? it it makes me irrationally angry and it shouldn't. What? When people on like social media or email or text not really text messages cuz like theoretically you have spell check, but um <laughs> we'll go like I just need to take some deep breaths. <laughs> they put the e on the end. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but usually emails have spell check. Yeah, usually. And I always, if there's a little red line under it, I right click <laughs> the shit out of that. You're like, what did what I did do I wrong? do wrong? <laughs> but now, like Microsoft has the grammar check as well. Yeah, they do. They really and do. So there's that. Yeah. And they can also like predictive text on your emails as well. Yeah. So when you're putting in breathes, there's no excuse. None. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I am not good at grammar either. So there's um, no excuse. None of the excuses. Uh, what are you working on, Shan? What are you, what are you going to be uh, embroidering? Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. It sounded weird. I know. It does sound weird. Embroidering while I'm telling you about true crime. Um, I'm just doing some fun little florals. I love that. Today. I love that very much. Because I've been on like a floral kick and a tree kick and I don't know. Might have to have you make me a tree thing for our homestead yeah yeah just a bunch of trees yeah there's this girl i follow on tiktok that does um watercolor paintings and then she embroiders on top of them what dude me okay listen Mm -hmm. my self-esteem is real low and but my ability to say I can do that mm-hmm. is real high. Yes. Um, tell me why my dumbass ordered a watercolor paint set and was like, I can fucking do this. No, 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 no. <laughs> it there. looked like trash. You did it? You tried to do it? Yes, and it looked like absolute trash. What? You, did you take pictures? Girl, no. I threw it in the trash can. It was trash. Can I have your watercolors then? Yes, yes, you can. Because <laughs> I saw a woman on Instagram who was doing art with watercolors, uh-huh. and she's basically just taking colors, blobbing them around the page, then taking a thin tip marker uh-huh. and outlining like certain areas. And when it's done, it's like this really cool piece of art. She also took... Um, I, what she used was black Elmer's glue, uh-huh. squirted it around on the page, 
let it dry. And then in the circles or, you know, holes that it made on the page, colored, like just blopped some watercolor in them. It was amazing. And I was like, I can do that. (laughs) Our ability to say, I can do that is unparalleled. Unparalleled. You're actually really good at artsy stuff. I am not, but... But here you are embroidering a flower. Listen. Listen. So... But yes, I'll bring you my uh, I'll bring you my watercolors. I would appreciate that. They're not that. fancy watercolors or oh, anything. They're just from Amazon. But no, yeah, that's where I was. Get- Kaylee was like, order some watercolors from Amazon. Yeah, because it was, it's really cool. I'll bring you. I'll bring them to you. Okay, I'd love for somebody to use them because oh, I, I almost threw them out the window. I will because I need. <laughs> I feel like I need another artistic outlet. I wish you would start redoing furniture again because that was really beneficial to me when you were just giving me pieces of furniture. (laughs) I should. And you were really good at it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Really good at it. Yeah. Thanks, Shan. I mean. I appreciate that. If you could make a living doing that, you should just sit in your garage and huff stain all day. (laughs) You know. You know. (laughs) I like the the few brain cells I do have that work. I want to keep those intact. Do you know what Travis always says? What? He goes, I only have two brain cells left and they're vying for third place right now. <laughs> I love that. There's some days. Some days I feel that way. I can't. I can't. You know what? It's fine. 2023, another year of seeing what we can fail at. Shan, so far, has tried the watercolor embroidery technique and decided she failed, which, let's be honest, it probably was cute. She just didn't like it. It, Bro, it was the failiest fail that I failed so far. And I'm telling (laughs) you this, saying that I epic failed at crochet to the point I got so frustrated by crochet that at one point I started crying. Oh. And I was like, and then I had to like step outside myself and be like, bitch, you are crying over a crochet. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. But I also had to text a contractor one day and be like, I'm sorry I cried on the phone with you. I'm not a crier. <laughs> and this um, is why I handle this stuff. <laughs> I believe that contractor. <laughs> Wait, was that my husband? No. Oh, okay, it's a different I one. I definitely cried on the phone with Ryan, but he's seen me cry before, so I didn't even apologize. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 I definitely cried on the phone with him too, but he's yeah. used to it at this point. So whatever. Yeah. Welcome to 2023, everyone. <sighs> um, we are feeling our feelings this year. We are. We're setting with those feelings. We're um, analyzing those feelings, um, and then we're just letting them happen. Like it's just, just gonna happen, you guys. We are. Do- we're. It's, it's really okay. We're doing some brain work. You know, we've already we've already went over that in an episode. So, <sighs> just Lord, mental health. It's important. <laughs> <clears throat> Especially these this day and age. In case you forgot, mental health is important. Um, Shan? Yes. Are you ready um to talk true crime with me? Dude, I've been being ready. Oh. Over here I got my I got my needle and my threads. Yeah, you do. I've been being ready. You got your headphones on. I got my headphones on. You fancy. 
Okay, well, this week, I'm going to tell you a survivor story. Okay. We need this, honestly. Yeah. Is it going to be like the one where... Mm, Not that graphic. Okay. No. This one, um, I, I realized... Here in Oklahoma, and I'm pro- it's probably, you know, throughout the whole country, when someone survives, unless I survive, picks up the story. Right. Unless a show actually picks it up. There's not a lot of these that are covered, which nope. is very, very sad to me. And I hope that we can somehow bring about change when it comes to that, because um, – This story was covered, but not to the extent it would have been covered had this woman not survived. Right. Right. Because it's, like, in the media, it's covered as, like, a home invasion assault versus a masked man broke into this house and murdered everyone. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to tell you about the um, survival of Delena Knapp. Oh. Okay. Okay. So it was the evening of May 3rd, 2015. Okay. Okay. Of course, a busy night for the Tulsa 911 dispatch. You know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I got to think they're always busy. Same. Unfortunately, one residence would be visited more than once by the Tulsa PD. Mm-hmm. They would actually be visited six times. In one night? In one night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. One of the calls was for a domestic argument between a man and a woman at the home, at okay. the residence. The other was a call stating there was drug activity on the property – I don't know if this meant in the home or on the property. This was in a condo area. Okay. Okay. Another that there was a break-in at the home. But the most disturbing one was from someone near this, you know, in the condo area, not in the home, asking for a well-being check on the woman that lived in the home. After all these other calls. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or during some time. All of these calls were made to this home. Or, yes. Okay. Were all the or calls made by home. the same person? No. Okay. No. They were made by different people. Okay. None of the calls seemed too concerning for the officers to make an arrest, to, um, you know, have the occupants of the home separate for the night. Like... None of this. Okay. And what year was this? 2015? 2015. Okay. Okay. So each time cops would show up, they, you know, whatever. They would see what's going on. Whatever was, um, whatever came of the visit, they didn't see it as a concern for either party involved. Okay. Okay. So let's go to the next day. We're on May 4th, 2015, around midnight. Police officers would once again, so 24 hours later, mm-hmm. arrive at this same condo because they had received a call 
from a woman who was screaming, saying that she was bleeding to death. Okay. All right. When they approached the house, a man that had been passing by the house stated he saw a woman being stabbed to death through a window. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. The and officer- he just saw it as a passerby? Yes. Ooh. The officers went to this window, looked in, noticed copious amounts of blood. Yeah. And decided to, oh, and sorry, and then heard a woman scream. So she was, was she in the midst of being stabbed at this point when they're arriving at the property? Uh, more than likely. Okay. Okay. They, the police officers obviously would force entry into the home. Okay. And would find 28-year-old Adam Allen standing over 28-year-old Delena Knapp. Knife still in hand. And he would be arrested without incident. Okay. Okay. So a little backstory about Delena and uh, this Allen guy. They had been in a relationship, mm-hmm. off and on again a relationship, for about eight years. Jeez. Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm wanting to think there was probably some domestic abuse that happened during these eight years um the reason that she did though eventually decide to leave alan mm-hmm. is that they had gotten into an argument and alan had tried to choke her mm-hmm. well to the point where she passed out yeah okay at that point she decided to end the relationship for good okay Right. Good for her. Left the home. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not really sure what time lapsed uh, between this choking incident and then the May 3rd and May 4th time frame. Because so, there's not a lot of information. So was this her home that the cops are responding to or is it his? It was a home they shared. It never went into great detail. Again, like I was saying, like these survivor yeah, stories, they don't cover it. They don't cover, you know, the the amount of abuse that she may have went through these previous eight years. Um and unless you have the And if she decided to leave, it's I mean, that's the most dangerous time for a battered woman. Yeah. For a battered anyone. Is the time that you decide to leave. Yeah. Because they don't want you to. No. They want to keep having a punching bag. Yep. They want that control. Yep. So anyway, fast forwarding back to this May 4th day. Okay. Another thing that was kind of um, not confusing, but I really wanted to know more about is that day before. The day before when they got the six phone calls. Right. What she was had going moved on? out. Right. So was this her in this home? I, these are the things, you know, I wish I I wish there was more information on um, or if he had, an, you know, someone else he was beating. I, I don't know. This guy was just a piece of shit. So agree. But May 4th, that day, uh, she d- she decided she needed to retrieve the rest of her belongings from the condo. Okay. 
So she had to have left recently mm-hmm. then. Right. There wasn't a large amount of time between I her mean, leaving and this incident. Potentially, yeah. I would think. Yeah. She said that she had talked to Alan and he assured her it would be okay for her to pick her stuff up. Mm-hmm. And as she was leaving with her arm, like with an arm load. Yeah. Okay. Of She's her grabbed things. a bunch of stuff and bolted. Yep. She was like, I, I'm, I'm out. Alan asked if he could have a hug. Yeah. She at first refused. She was like, nope. She said, I no, I don't want a hug. I don't want anything to do with you. I just want to leave. Yeah. And he persisted, like, please let me, you know, just have a hug. No, no telling what that a-hole said. Like all the stupid shit. Her being, you know. A loving person, obviously, thinking that, well, if I give him one last hug. If you give in, he'll let it go. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I know. So she went in for a hug. And as she leaned in, Alan would begin stabbing her in (laughs) the face, neck, and chest. What in the fuck? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. So he was already ready with a knife mm-hmm. and everything. Yep. Yeah. What a fucking monster. Yeah. That so, is premeditated. Yep. So as you were saying, the scariest time or the worst and most dangerous time for a woman to leave an abusive relationship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so as as he's stabbing her, Delena, being the badass bitch that we love so much. Begin to fight him back. Yeah. Begin grabbing the knife blade uh, to try to take it out of his hands oh and no. begin fighting him back. Oh, God. Yes. He continued to stab her and cut her, not just stabbing. He was just trying to cut ugh, anything. I don't know. Mm. He also started dragging her through the house. Mm hmm. At one point when he – he had to have just completely lost it. He tried to smother her. He even attempts to break her neck. <gasps> what? Yes. Like he was determined to kill Delena that night. And she was like, motherfucker, no. She was like, this is not – I'm not dying today. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's not happening. If you were me, buddy. It's not happening. Yeah. I know. Jesus Christ. I know. That is a lot. And it probably happened in a really short period of time. I I bet it did. I bet it did. Because if the passerby sees her getting stabbed, and then he escalates to, like, trying to smother her, trying to break her neck. Yeah. All of that in the short time between a 911 call and police getting there. Yeah. I mean... Mm-hmm. That, wow, right? Yeah, wow. I know. I just couldn't imagine the the terror that she was. It probably felt like hours, and it was probably oh, sure. ten minutes. I'm sure. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Well, of course, this whole time while she's fighting him, she's begging him. You know, like, <laughs> let me live. Like, I don't. Please stop. Don't do this. You know, she she begged him to you know think about her daughter. 
to think about her family, like her fam, you know, her family needs her, her daughter needs her. None of this, none of this was working. No. So she decides to flip the script and begins telling Alan, I have an idea. We can tell the cops that someone broke in and you're trying to save me. We can tell him that you're the hero and I won't leave you. I'll move all my stuff back in. We'll be happy again. Uh, I just need help. That poor woman. Mm -hmm. He falls for it. And he calls 911. What? Yep. Shut up. He calls 911. So the woman screaming in the background that she's bleeding to death, that is her when he's calling 911. (gasps) That she's been stabbed and she's bleeding to death was her. Yeah, she talked him into it. Mm-hmm. Like, badass bitches getting shit done. Like, she was not. What? I'm... This is bananas to me. Okay, keep going. Yeah. So, shortly after the first officers arrived and noticed the, you know, the blood in the window, uh, Delena, like, first out the gate was like, Alan did it. He stabbed me. He attacked me. Like she, yes, please whole, take like, him into custody get, and don't let him get, out. Yeah, the whole, the whole. I won't tell him. He and did he it. was probably like, oh, oh, I fell for it. Yeah, because you're anyway. Yeah. So yeah, so he and again taken in without incident, like didn't try to resist arrest. None of that. <sighs> Fucking, he had wounds to his face. Cause I hope yeah, so. She because she fought back. I hope she scarred him up. God, I hope so. I hope she did mental damage to him. Um, she was taken to the hospital in critical condition. Yeah. She was found to have been stabbed seven times in the face, neck, and head. Oh. She would undergo surgery for her her wounds and spent three days in ICU because of the wounds. Because Jesus. Of those wounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about, like, her neck and everything where he tried to break her neck? Was her spine okay? It, You know, I'm assuming that it was. I'm assuming everything was okay and that these surgeries were probably from these deep stab wounds. Um, it doesn't really go into great detail and all of that. But, you know, Jesus. I'm, I'm sure all of that was addressed. Like, it, it, it's just crazy that she... In the midst of being stabbed in the face, in your head, and in your neck. And she's trying to negotiate with a terrorist. Yes. Yeah. Coming to this realization, I can, if I tell him, you know. I still love him. Yeah, I still love him. I want to be with with you. you. He's going to let up and pretend like someone broke in here to stab me. Mm-hmm. And like there weren't six nine one one calls from this residence yesterday, right? Like, right. This is the part where I, I really think that when it got to that point, he was completely disassociated from the moment. And then when she dist- when she started talking about him, he was able to kind of snap back into it, and hopefully maybe s- seen what he had done, and decides, well, I. You know, I probably should get her help. I don't know. She, what she did was recognized her audience, mm-hmm. saw a narcissist for who he was. Right. 
and recognized that he wanted to be able to save himself. Right. After this whole thing was over. Yeah. He wanted to be able to save himself and she gave him a pathway to do that. Yeah. And he was like, okay, we can. Yeah. I'm going to keep you and not go to jail. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. Like, he was so out of body. Yeah. During the attack that when she was able to be like, pull him back in and make it about him, it was at that time that he, do you know what I mean? Because. I hate this guy. Oh, 100%. Is this guy in prison now? Okay. Yeah. So after being released from the hospital, she immediately, without hesitation, went into three months of extensive trauma therapy. I would hope so. Yeah. I loved that part the most because I don't. I've not ever been through trauma. I'm not even coming from a place of knowing anything. But you don't hear that very often. Yeah. You don't hear people surviving these types of trauma and immediately going into, how can I heal from this in all realms of healing? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. So her coming out and saying, I immediately went to, to therapy. Like, you know, I needed to... I need to figure out how to heal from this nightmare that I just lived through. Yeah. So, um, but she did credit like her will to live and the extensive therapy for giving her like her strength to face him in court. Mm. Like she got to face him in court. And I'm like, I can't even imagine. Well, you can't imagine. And there's always like that chance that some good old boy judge is going to be like, oh, well, I don't want to ruin the rest of your life. This was just a mm-hmm. misunderstanding, mm-hmm. son. Yeah. Go back to college or whatever. Right. Like, and then she's sitting there like, I'm a sitting duck now. Right. Because she would have been. Yeah. If he. 100%. Went. Yeah. He did end up pleading guilty and was sentenced to 28 years in prison. So, so he'll serve, like, what, 15, maybe? Yeah. So he'll be in his 40s. Yeah. When he's Early out. 40s, so yeah. still capable of all of that. Yeah. Bullshit. Plus he'll be worse now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. Jesus. 28 years for attempted murder. I mean, 28 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. That's why I'm just saying things need to change when it comes to like domestic violence against women, because just sending him to prison for that long when he's that young. No, he's just going to come out madder and hate stronger because he's been spending 18 hours a day in the gym. Yeah. And hating women even more because yeah, the one that put him behind bars. Because she tricked him and sent him to prison. Yep. I'm just saying like, hello, let's wake up. (sighs) Gross. So gross. Uh, During her interview, though, she did say, you can't just not talk about it. You have to talk about it. That's the only way to get through it. Mm. And Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, queen. Yeah. Talk therapy. Yeah. Spill all of it. Which, I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of. That's. That would be. That's rough. That'd be so rough. Um, But so I've not ever really looked into trauma therapy. Mm -hmm. Like 
extensive trauma therapy. So I had to look those up and I looked up like the five common types of trauma therapy. Mm-hmm. And one day I was in a therapy, I was in a therapy session and we were talking about my recent hip injury and that I couldn't, that was my therapy, right? Like that's how I got my serotonin levels up mm-hmm. and not having it just so grateful I'm on meds <laughs> because I can't run. Mm-hmm. And she, we, we were talking about it and just kind of, because I have been, or I've heard of like walking meditations. Mm-hmm. You've heard of those. Well, running as being like a type of meditation, mm-hmm. right? Because you have, you just have this one little path that you're running on, blah, 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 whatever. I'm going down, a, I'm going down the wrong road. But my therapist had brought up eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing therapy. Okay. So it's basically you move your eyes or the client like the the patient focuses on moving their eyes back and forth mm-hmm. while remembering these memories. She said sometimes they'll just have um a ball in each hand and just squeeze the ball while you're um reliving this memory Mm -hmm. and it's supposed to like help them talk about it help them to process it when they have both parts of their brain oh working okay and i was like that's amazing okay but i say that because running when you're running especially women when yeah, you're running, your head's on a swivel. Your head's on a swivel. Mm-hmm. Your eyes are constantly back and forth as you're thinking about where you're going, as you're thinking about your day, as you're thinking about the day as before. you're thinking, what was that noise behind me? <laughs> that too. Yeah. So you're, you're constantly, if you're a runner or a walker, if you like to walk and you're, you have your head on your swivel, ladies. Always keep your head on a swivel. The head on a swivel. Left to right. Um then you're constantly in this. It's called EMDR therapy hmm. for yourself. Interesting. So um, there's also a lot of other uh, narrative exposure therapy, exposure therapy, cognitive, cognitive behavioral therapy, mm-hmm. and this eye movement therapy. And then psychodiac- <clears throat> nope, psychodynamic trauma therapy. So there's all these different types of trauma therapy mm-hmm. for um, victims of trauma. So, but I just found that really interesting. I didn't know there was all these different types. And then this, when I saw this eye movement one, I was like, that's amazing. Like you didn't, I didn't know that was a thing, but yeah, um, but just kind of. It makes sense. Yeah. So she, uh, she was. She did say in her interview that once she went through all this, you know, got the therapy she needed, resolved those issues or, you know, is starting to, that she realized that she wasn't maybe living her life on a, the right path and has totally since then in the past, you know, seven years um, try, is trying to better her life and and for her daughter and, you know be a better person so 
Good for her. I know. I loved it. It was a really good, it was a really good little interview. But, um, but she, she was like, no, not today, Satan. It's not mm. happening. Mm-mm. Like, I just couldn't. And she said too, she said, you don't know how strong you are until it's happening to you. She said, you could go through your head, like, this is what I would do in this situation. Mm-hmm. But until you're actually in that moment, you not you don't ever know what you're going to do. And I was like, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's super fair. Super fair to say. Yeah. Because she... I bet she never thought that she'd be able to grab a knife blade and shield herself from blows to her head and her face. No. <sighs> Absolutely not. I just... That's nuts. I couldn't. I just couldn't. I can't. I don't want to imagine that. I. It's just heartbreaking that people have to go through that. You know, that women yeah. have to go through that. Yeah. So, because their partners are insecure. Yeah. Dicks. Little dick energy. Yeah. Yep. What's that small dick energy at um, getalife.com? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, but that's... That's my story of the survival of Delana, Delana Knapp in Tulsa. Good for her. Like, she did it. She man. fought like hell. Yeah, she did. And then she went to trial and was like, that's the motherfucker right there. Yeah, motherfucker, now what? Yeah. Look what you thought you did to me. <sighs> I'm better than you in every way, shape, and form. Jesus Christ. She's badass. Good for her. Badass bitches getting shit done in Oklahoma. We love it. Yep. It's our favorite kind of bitches. It really is. <laughs> it really is. Good job, Shy. Thanks, Shan. If you've enjoyed this episode or you're just really optimistic that we'll only get better from here, like, subscribe, follow You're Doing Fine Oklahoma on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at You're Doing Fine OK Pod. That's you are underscore doing underscore fine underscore OK underscore pod.